this is Elena Christopher. I'm the Chief Research Officer of HFS Research, and I also lead our financial services research. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome Rajesh Vadva, the Global Head of TTS Core Trade and Loan Servicing Technology from Citibank, to have a conversation with me today about what's going on in the financial services market, and perhaps all markets, if we're thoughtful about it, in terms of very real macroeconomic headwinds, but in the face of amazing innovation technology. Um, Rajesh, welcome to the conversation. Thanks, Alina. Thanks for hosting me. Uh, let me let me introduce myself. Uh, I've been with City TTS Trade Technology for 20 plus years. Uh, for those who don't know City TTS, TTS is Treasury and Trade Solutions. Uh, and I'm going to specifically talk about what I do within trade. Uh, trade for those, uh, just to demystify, mm -hmm. this is not the trading flow. This is the international trade. And what I would like our listeners to visualize is the container going in the oceans with, you know, big cargoes, um, having, you know, containers of goods. Uh, so basically all about import and export business uh, is what the global trade is. Uh, it's all about connecting multiple countries, multiple counterparties, uh, multiple, you know, sellers and buyers across the transition flows. And what I do is build the solutions and support the solutions which are responsible for supporting this entire trade across Citibank, which is a 200 plus, you know, 200 plus year old city uh, bank in the business. Thank you for that, Rajesh. That was exactly some of the detail that we needed because I find even some folks who may even be part of the financial services ecosystem uh, may not necessarily understand uh, the details of um, trade within the transaction banking context. Um, so you're essentially a, a technology leader. Uh, so I made a comment in our introduction, which is um, the markets today, it's what we at HFS and what our research has been showing, we're referring to it as a tale of two cities market. Uh, so I'll, I'll wax uh, literary today. Uh, but what I mean by that is that it's really this kind of interesting balancing act, which is we do, we have all of these macroeconomic circumstances um, with very real impacts in financial services, like some of these recent bank failures, for example. But there's also this incredible innovation potential. I think chat GPT and generative AI have, have captivated the planet. Uh, but in your world, there's there's just loads of, of interesting technologies that have been making real difference for a long time, like blockchain, for example. Um, so what I'd love to hear from you, Rajesh, is as a technology leader, how have you and your team been reacting to these the, the tale of two city trends um, today? Indeed, it's a tale of two cities. You know, um... Uh, on the superficial side, it does look as, you know, worst of times. But if you look, un look underneath, there are actually a lot of opportunities which can take us forward. Uh, if I look at the trends, I think the biggest thing which is happening around us is the data crisis. Whether you talk about financial crisis, uh, you know, such as the bank values you talked about, or whether you talk about technology crisis, like ChatGPT, I call this a crisis because it's really making you think differently. It's all about overflowing data around us. So what I think needs to happen is, number one, well, everybody in the industry, the banks especially, have been focusing on how do you build the data lakes. What's really with us now is now you have data lakes. How do you build the data intelligence around it? How do you build the talent data scientists who are able to tell you what's coming, you know, what's the relationship, what's next? Uh, you know, once you have the first bank failure, what's going to happen next? So it's about building the data lakes, building the data intelligence, building the talent 
to rightly analyze the data. And also the biggest thing is the speed of reporting back to the regulators, which is a crucial about, you know, how do you sustain in this changing economics uh, every day? Yeah, absolutely. The regulatory piece, that's something that's um, it's certainly not unique to financial services in that there are med- many heavily regulated industries, but in the same breath, it is unique to financial services. I always say there are four key levers within financial services. You're trying to impact your top line, your bottom line, customer experience, and regulatory compliance. So it always exists as something that, uh, if not your primary concern, it is always absolutely there. Uh, But I think you bring up a fantastic point with data. Our research continues to show it's always one of the top three challenges. Uh, And with that in mind, Rajesh, would would you, I'll ask it specifically as a question, would you regard data and not just the creation of the big data lakes, but part of what I heard you say is that what you're trying to do is to ensure all of the the capabilities and really almost like creating a data culture. Uh, But with that in mind, would you call data your biggest challenge today? I mean, again, uh, I, I would say data is the biggest opportunity today. Okay, I love it. Right? The, uh, so we have been, um, over city, over, I would say, last decade or so, we have been investing a lot in our data uh, technology, a uh, lot in terms of how do you improve the data gathering around the ecosystem within city and outside city. And now it's all about, you know, now you have the data in, the, in your data lakes, and now how do you build the intelligence around it? How do you make the decisioning easier? It is one thing to, you know, show and report the data. And it's, you know, what really is required today with the with the speed at which the industry is moving is how quickly are you able to use the data to make decisions. So it's all about building those algorithms, building those insights and having the right talent of data scientists to enable a business move forward. Yeah, it's been, I think, in a variety of conversations I've had, one of the things I think really pushed everyone's hand during the pandemic was you really had to better rely on your data and build strategies and capabilities and even architecture to enable that um, so that you could be playing a bit more of less checkers and a a bit more of chess, but being able to rely on your data to take those important decisions. Um, Within part of your comments there, you mentioned talent as well. Um, I know as part of your leadership role, I believe you've got a a large team of probably a thousand plus resources um, and you've got them uh, some onshore, offshore, nearshore. Tell us a little bit about how you managed um, talent throughout the pandemic, the great resignation, and, and through to today. Give us a little bit of insight into what kind of challenge that was and, and how you saw your way through. I mean, the pandemic for, uh, to me, it was, it was a game changer in how we looked at uh, our employees. How did we look at their well-being? How did we look at you know, remote working. So in many ways, it, it enabled us to look at opportunities of bringing in new technologies, bringing in new tools for people to work remotely, for people to be more productive uh, while you know, we are not in person. Uh, I would say City, you know, as, a, as an organization, you know, even from if you go back to 9-11, we had built a lot of technologies to have a geographical resiliency. So we not only have the teams, uh, you know, in LATAM, in, uh, in Asia continent, in Europe continent, we also have tools which enable that, uh, you know, personal touch uh, and especially technologies like Zoom and all have been, you know, big helpers in that space. I would say, ba- but, you know, we are back to the new cultural trend here of hybrid working. So City has been promoting, you know, three days of work, two days of work, depending upon the uh, location you, you, you know, you are, you are working from. 
and i'm i'm personally a believer that great things happen when you are you know in conversations together when you're in the room together so i believe in that you know uh, the innovations can come out when you are uh, in sitting in one location having a conversation and you can make things happen you know go back to the olympic motto uh, better faster and stronger together but olympics happen only once in four years versus i believe that happens needs to happen you know in my department every day yep I like your point there, which is because it's it's also what we see in our research and strongly throughout um, all sectors. Um, work isn't on site. Work isn't at home. Work is hybrid, and we believe that that's where where it's going to stay. Um, so let's talk a little bit about. Um, so ultimately, our conversation is today about balancing headwinds and innovation. But I'd love for you to take maybe a moment of talking about some recent uh, innovation-led initiatives that have yielded value for for Citibank. Because within your domain of trade solutions, it's very document-heavy, there's heavy compliance, and you really have a, a unique supply chain that you're trying to work through. So tell us a little bit about how you've leveraged innovation to to really improve the whole process. Sure. So, Alina, what our attempt or our vision on City has been that every transition needs to be a completely automated, uh, you know, pro- automatically processed transaction because that's, a, any, that's the only way you can scale the business. That's the only way you can be operationally efficient. So our supplier finance, which is very invoice driven, uh, which is very digital, is, you know, is almost 100% automated business while our core trade which is a document uh, you know heavy business that's where we had set out this goal for ourselves to be completely automated uh, and that meant digitizing the documents that meant automated compliance functions because documents have a lot of data and that also meant you know orchestrating the entire workflow uh, you know for services such as connecting to the clients pricing the transaction settling the transition making the payments making the accounting so some of the successes i will talk about is how city trade technology led the entire trade industry across financial institution to roll out OCR software, to roll out what we call as compliance next gen, to automate the compliance functions for better accuracy, better efficiency, and how we orchestrate the entire uh, end-to-end processing of a transaction using the latest you know, microservice architecture and the great workflow technologies we have at City. Now, is that something, because we're always, we like to talk about outcomes and, and what you've actually achieved. So have you have you been able to get there? I, I think, generally speaking, in, in the world today, hitting 100% of straight through processing on anything just doesn't exist. Tell us a little bit about what you've achieved. So what we have achieved is, you know, transitions which used to take, you know, 48 to 72 hours earlier. Now those get completed in minutes. Uh, we have been able to, uh, I would say, achieve an efficiency of greater, greater than 25% plus in the overall uh, processing times. Uh, we are leading the industry in terms of, you know, we had a presentation to some of the regulators back in India, back in, you know, uh, even in U.S. about how we are going out compliance automation, how we are going at uh, transition processing automation. So, yes, we are, we are seeing a lot of success with new technologies and the new tools we are building. Fantastic. Thank you for the, I uh, always love the, the detail and the stats, if you will. Um, I wanted to also take a moment and ask you about ecosystems. HFS defines ecosystems as... Um, unrelated entities coming together to generate new forms of value. And some recent research that we've done, um, our data has been showing that financial services firms are starting to think of um, partnership ecosystems um, as a growth driver 
as, as much of a priority as driving revenue and profitability growth. Uh, in your particular domain um, within transaction banking and trade um, within financial services, um, I'd love your thoughts on the role of ecosystems. Um, what do you see and, and what are you doing to potentially leverage them? Sure. Let, let me just take a moment to talk about City. See, City has always been a champion of ecosystem. Uh, whether you talk about rolling out ATM to the consumers, whether you talk about ACH payments to the corporates, whether you talk about rolling out consumer cars. And that ecosystem, to your point, is really changing from a business perspective as well as from a technology perspective. And, you know, let, let me talk about what, what do I call as the ecosystem. We have new fintechs providing, you know, niche solutions. We have new marketplaces coming up, connecting to buyers and suppliers, connecting logistic companies. We have multi-bank portals coming up, you know, allowing clients to have one-stop shop to connect with multiple large institutions. We have blockchains coming up. We have data aggregator coming up. So you're, you're absolutely correct. It is essential for the banking technology to have integrations with all these new marketplaces, uh, the new fintechs. For us to have number one the cutting edge technology which is which is you know out there for us to be able to have efficient solutions to our clients and the way you know and what city has been doing about it is number one is the api architecture uh, we are we are you know hugely focused on api based architecture uh, we have uh, we have built a lot of integration technologies which will give us the speed to integrate with this new ecosystem around us and I absolutely think it is important that we have data security, cyber security around this ecosystem. And it's absolutely essential for us to, to drive the industry forward. Yep, absolutely. And you mentioned DevOps earlier. I always like to say DevSecOps. It's you have to bake the security into the design as well. Um, fantastic. All right, Rajesh, this has been a fantastic conversation. Um, I would like us to um, end on an actionable note. So given some of the topics that we've talked about today, um, what recommendation would you like to make to your peers across all sectors about how to make progress and impact uh, with innovation during these challenging times? What do you think? I would say number one, focus on the client. Uh, listen and analyze the client feedback. Find the real need of the client, number one. Number two, data. Uh, data lakes, data intelligence is must to have. It's not nice to have anymore. Number three, I would say talent. Uh, you need to have right organization structure, skilled staff. Uh, team is what you have. Uh, you're as good as a team. Uh, number four, I would say it's important to have a clear vision, have a have a defined strategy, and execution roadmap, and be flexible. Be you know be adaptive as you move along. And lastly, you know as you said, the ecosystem is a key. Understand the ecosystem, identify the right partners, and accelerate your API-driven you know architecture. Fantastic. Okay, Rajesh, thank you so much for those insights. Um, I think within all of those, you give us a bouquet of recommendations. I would just make the final comment of, I think there's so much more to be done with ecosystem. Um, but that's us for today. Rajesh, thank you so much for the conversation today. Uh, and that concludes our impact interview. Thank you. Thank you, Alina. Thank you for hosting. It was a good conversation. Thank you. Thank you.